the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show on 101.9 Hi FM. Thank you for choosing Hi Kids on Hi FM. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 10 years old. I will be hosting for you today. This is Hi Kids for Kids for Kids. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be interviewing Professor Celine Bernstein, and she is a nutritionist. So keep listening to learn more about good food for you. This is 101.9 Hi FM. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth, and a general knowledge question to challenge your thinking, and a new feature called the Hi Vet Club where you can send in all your pet stories and learn fun animal facts. So stay tuned. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guests or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. Or send in some funny stories about your pet. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 rand 50. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, for kids, back kids. My name is Michelle Fine and I'm your host for today. Good afternoon, um, Professor Celine Bernstein. Good afternoon, Michelle. It's just such an honor to be interviewed by you. I am so excited. How are you? I'm doing well, and you? Good, thank you. Good, good. All right, let's start with the questions. What is a nutritionist? A nutritionist. Nutritionist. Okay. Well, a nutritionist is an expert on nutrition, which basically is the science of how the body uses and responds to foods. And nutritionists study and put into practice the understanding of how and what food nutrients support a healthy lifestyle. And with this knowledge, nutritionists are able to advise, design, and introduce nutrition programs for individuals, for schools, hospitals, and other new institutions. And the whole aim is to prevent disease mm-hmm. as it is. Okay, now what I do in my practice, I research the relationship between the body and the nutrients. Are you getting enough nutrients? Is your body managing with what you're eating? I also provide health advice, and I do promote healthy eating. Mm-hmm. That's very important. And I design eating plans, have you heard? Oh, yeah. And I assess the nutritional needs for various age groups, starting with babies, children, adolescents, Adults, both male and female, and of course the elderly. And I educate, I love to educate people on nutrition. And I often write articles in magazines about the new findings regarding the research I'm doing. And I just love what I do. Hmm. How long have you been on? Oh my God, I think I've been in this field. For over 40 years. Whoa, you know, that's a long time. It is. I'm 76 years old and I'm not stopping. I'm just learning all the time. Hmm. You've been one for a really long time then. Yes. 
Why did you want to become a nutritionist? You know, this is very interesting. Um, I taught mentally challenged children. I have a BA degree in remedial teaching, and I taught these children at the hamlet, and I really felt so sorry for the parents because they would fetch the children during the holidays and they were worried how they would get on with their brothers and sisters. I thought, I have to do something. So I started reading books on health. Mm. And I started reading Adele Davis, Let's Eat Right to Keep Fit and Let's Have Healthy Children and Let's Get Well. And I must tell you, I changed the children's eating pattern. Mm. Very simple. I told the mommies what to do. And when they took the children home for the holidays, you cannot believe how they got on with their brothers and sisters. The mommies came back to me and hugged me. So Mm. food plays a very important role. Mm. How long does it take to become a nutritionist? Well, you know, I started off um, doing a correspondence course in um, Austin, Texas, at the Science Life Science Institute, and they actually gave me um, the franchise to get students here. And um, the students used to do the exams, and I sent it over to the States to be marked, And if I look back over the years, there are many students that qualified as nutritionists. And I've got to tell you that it would take about two years. I also wrote a thesis. What's a thesis? You know, when you sort of um, graduate further than your normal diploma, whatever, you write a thing that you enjoy. And I thought to Uh. myself... What is very important, because we're all very different, how the food acts on the body, on Mm. our body, not the uh, foods we eat. So the Uh most important thing is how our body acts on the food we eat. You might be able to eat lots of meat. I, for example... I don't. I'm more of a vegetarian. Uh, and yeah. we see how the body acts on the food we eat. And when you change that to suit the person, a lot of health benefits arise. Hmm. Um, I've written a book, by uh-huh. the way, yeah. on health. It's called Health Seekers. But I've got to tell you, it's a bit old. Although... A lot of the things remain true. I hate sugar. I don't like people to uh, burn the candle at both ends. I love people to do exercise. But in my book, I advocated a lot of fresh fruit, vegetables, very little meat, and I actually made people avoid dairy, milk. And I must tell you, the the research has changed, and I've grown with the research. I now advocate less fruit, Mm. more greens, and special fruits such as your berries, etc. And if you suffer with sore tummies, bloatedness, I take you off milk. Okay. Mm. Do you drink a lot of milk? Only for breakfast when I have cereal. 
Okay, maybe we'll change that. Maybe we'll ask mommy to give us almond milk. You won't even know the difference. <laughs> Have you ever tasted it? No. Okay, we'll give you a taste. <laughs> Where can people study to become a nutritionist? Well, you know, I used to run the course, but I don't do that anymore. There are places like the Blackford Institute of Nutrition. I mean, people can phone me and I would give them direction. They can actually go on a website and look for Blackford Institute. I'm at the moment doing the Tim Noakes professional training on low carbohydrate and high fat and also keto, which um, you'll hear about amongst a lot of uh, nutritionists. I also did the functional medicine course where you can become a nutritionist. The Academy of Wellness, there's a course run by a woman in Cape Town that's in Australia, and there's another one called Precision Nutrition. And there are also a lot of other courses available. And those who are interested need to just call me and I'll direct them. The more nutritionists we have doing what I'm doing, the better the health. Yeah. What age person do you see the most of? You know, that's a very difficult question. I like to help so many people. I help babies, adolescents, male and female adults, and the elderly, and of course children. And I deal a lot with ADD, you know that term, yeah. attention deficit. Uh, and hyperactivity syndrome and uh, I give them never the same program of eating because of course babies' tummies are different, elderly you can't pounce on them, new things straight away so I do it as a personalized way of eating mm. for each age group hmm. So you see like a lot of everybody Yes, uh, you know what I'm seeing a lot of now? Oh, especially after Yontif, the Yontavim. Mm. What do you think it is? People have eaten so much. They're ready to go on holiday in a few months' time. And what do they want to do now? Mm. What do you think? Eat sweets. No, no. Mm. Now they want to be... Um, thin mm. to go on holiday and put on their bikinis, especially the young girls. So I deal with a lot of people who want to lose weight. But you can't just lose weight overnight. You didn't put it on overnight. And I have to look at the reasons why they've put on the weight. That's the most important thing that a nutritionist does. She looks at the causes. Hmm. What is the most common problem that people have come to you with? You know, I'm seeing a lot of people with type 2 diabetes, a lot of young children whose mommies, parents are very worried about them because they're overweight. You are definitely the picture of health and everybody would no, love to you. look like you. I promise you. Thank you. Pleasure. And a lot of people, especially women, suffer with constipation. Their tummy can work once Every five days. Now, that's not right. So I try and help them. I give them mm -hmm. certain supplements to help them. And if they eat correctly, they will 
find that their tummies work better. You can't starve and expect yeah. your tummy to work. And you know what, Michelle? The most important thing, and what made me happy, is when you came in, I saw you went straight for the water. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. The more water you drink, the better your tummies will be. What is the your main goal with your patients? You know what? I want them to start feeling better, have more energy, feel good about themselves, feel confident, sleep better, and don't feel guilty when they do indulge in eating a bit of junk foods. That's the main thing, because life is for living. I don't know when your birthday is. When is it? Um, the 15th of December. Ah, that's my anniversary. I'm yeah. going to be married 55 years. And I can mm. assure you, you're entitled to have the birthday cake, the ice cream, the jelly yeah. tots, whatever. Yeah. And don't feel guilty. But you can't do that every day. Yeah. That's the main thing. Uh, what is a balanced diet? You know, a balanced diet actually refers to balancing the food groups, which is protein. Do you learn about protein at school and the fats and the carbohydrates? Not really now, but maybe like You will later, but protein is your meat, your fish, your chicken, your cheese, your nuts, your seeds. Your fat is your avo, your olive oil, your olives, your butter, and your carbohydrates or some of the foods that people eat too much of. Lots of chips, lots of potatoes. Those are your high-fiber foods, your um, carbohydrates, but they're not good for you. Because what they do, they fill you, and about half an hour later, you actually feel hungry. Because it spikes your sugar. Mm. And it makes you want to eat more. I'm sure when you eat sweets, you think, oh, I haven't had enough. I think I'll go and finish that. I need some more Smarties. Does that go through your head? Sometimes. Yeah, because it tastes delicious. Sugar is addictive. Do you know what I mean by addictive? Yes. You can't stop eating it. Can you just have one let me call it a, a square of chocolate. Well, if there's only one, then yes. Yeah, <laughs> but we don't. We are presented with a slab, and we just go on. And sometimes, let me tell you, when you sit in front of television and mommy dishes out the food to you, you actually don't even know what you're eating. You're concentrating on the story on the television and you're just putting in the food and you, the end of the day, the end of the session, you don't know if you've had enough or not. And then you mm. want to go and eat more. So, uh, yeah. sorry, I just yeah. want to tell you quickly, which will make it easy for you. You should eat at least, you're talking about balance, five portions of fruit, a variety of fruit and vegetables every day. You must base your meals on high-fiber foods like sweet potatoes, brown rice, quinoa. I don't know if you've ever heard of quinoa. Quinoa. It tastes like couscous. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And lots of green vegetables. Broccoli. I call them the little trees. 
cauliflower, spinach, and fruits such as your berries, your apples, your pears. Be careful of too many grapes. They're very high in sugar. But they're yummy. Yeah, they are <laughs> yummy. And, and you know what, Michelle? The thing is, Hashem gave us fruits in season, but we're not doing that. We're getting grapes throughout the year, and those grapes are sprayed with pesticides and herbicides, which are not very good for our health. And don't forget about raw nuts and your sunflower seeds and your pumpkin seeds. Those are healthy. So that's a balanced diet. I haven't left out anything. What foods are good for kids to eat? You know, how many mommies come to me day after day and say, Celine, you should see the way my children eat. You know who I blame? Them. The mommies and the daddies, not the children. Our kids should eat what we as parents eat. So if parents are drinking Coke and having dessert after each meal, what do you expect the children to do? So I tell my clients when they ask me what they should be feeding their kids, I tell them they must eat like you. And kids will learn to love whatever we feed them. But we have to start early. And if you kids try different foods, that makes it also easier. And also, mommies should allow you to take part in baking, preparing meals, um, washing the vegetables, going shopping, and then you will learn what foods are good for you. Mm. That's the most important thing. I must just tell you, my granddaughter, I think she was your age, and I was teaching them about nutrition. And I said, be careful of sugar and artificial sweeteners. They come with different names. But the very good sugar for children is xylitol. Okay, you can't tell the difference. It's very sweet. Mm. You've got to be careful of spilling that xylitol mm. on the floor. It's not good for, uh, for doggies. Mm. So my granddaughter said, look, Gigi, here's delicious chewing gum healthy with xylitol. I said, Carly, read further on. And she saw the word saccharine. Now that's an artificial sweetener. So if I can teach all the young people today to read labels, that's very important. And if you don't understand the word, tell mommy, I don't want it. Will you do that? Yeah. Okay, promise. Yeah. So, should kids and adults eat like the same food? You know, I think I did answer that question. Oh, That's yeah. fine. Don't worry. Uh, but, however, some children and adults can't tolerate some foods. You actually feel sick. Um, my uh, daughter, I mean, she's now much older, she could not have eggs or tomatoes. She hated them. So I could not give her those foods. But mainly, children should eat healthily following what the parents eat. Are there any special foods that can help with medical problems? You know, I do want to emphasize in general. Do you want to sneeze? Give her <laughs> a sneeze. Bless you. 
Okay. So the most important thing is what you put on your fork and you do that every day is going to cause problems with health issues. Let's regard food as medicine. Will you remember that? Food is medicine. It's information. And food is the most powerful drug on the planet. And it influences your life to be energetic and be well and not have a running nose on a continual basis or sore tummy. So if you listen to what I have to say, you will not have those problems. What did you want to be growing up? You know, I've always wanted to be a teacher. I want to help people learn the easy way, remember things. Do you do mapping at school? Have you learned that? Where yeah, you map things bit. out yeah, and that will help you remember. And um, I just love it. And that's why I got into this profession because I want to teach people how to eat how to remain well. And I do teach myself on a daily basis. You know, you want that chocolate, Celine? Think about it. What is it going to do to your body? Now, especially when I go on High FM or another radio station where I've got a lot of work to do, I definitely don't eat junk because that puts me to sleep. I can't concentrate. Mm. So being a teacher... That's what I've always wanted to do. If you can describe yourself in three words, what would they be and why? Okay. I think I'm very knowledgeable. Mm. I think I'm very caring. Mm. I phone my clients and ask how they're coping. I don't wait for them to phone me. It's very important to be a support system. You want to be an, um, an accountable person for your client mm. um, and I love motivating and encouraging people to be the best they can be mm. and I can tell you, you are going to go far Thank there's you. a lovely saying the world is your oyster make the most of it mm. and don't give up so do we really need vitamins? You know what? I told you food is medicine. But unfortunately, today, the soil in which the food is grown does not contain the nutrients that are going to support the body. And I think it's very important to take supplements. Supplements provide, I don't know if you know these words yet, antioxidants, which is like vitamin A, C, E, and you can't actually get 100% of all those antioxidants from your food. And if people are taking antibiotics and medication, it depletes the body of the essential nutrients. And in this age of pharmaceutical drugs, supplements are very important. And supplements can help prevent Things getting worse. There's a supplement on the market that is natural that helps with pain. And people mm. tell me that their pain is much better. Mm. So I definitely believe in supplements. 
Alright, on that note, let's take a quick song break and we will be back soon. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. I can't let you throw yourself away. A song from Toy Story. This is Hi Kids for Kids. Kids. My name is Michelle Fan, and you are still listening to the Hi Show on 101.9 Hi FM. Before we carry on with our interview with Professor Celine Bernstein, I'm going to remind you what the tongue twist is. It is Willie's Really Weary. And I, and I have a general knowledge question to challenge your thinking. Who were the first people to make <laughs> right and left shoes? So send an SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. I have Professor Celine Bernstein with me in studio. If you have any questions for her, you can send an SMS to 34519 or a telegram to 061-895-1019. Or you can call on 010-140-3020. Now let's carry on with the questions. What is the difference between organic fruit and veg- and vegetables and normal fruit and vegetables? That's a lovely question, Michelle. Um, I must say that we are now getting many more organic fruit and vegetables, which is great. But the difference between organic and non-organic, which is your conventional foods without the label organic, has to do with how the food is produced. For example, organic food like vegetables, fruit, eggs, milk, meat is produced without synthetic human-made. Synthetic means human-made pesticides, herbicides, Mm. and fertilizers. Now, I'm sure you've heard the word free-range eggs. Uh, Yeah. Or free-range chicken. Yeah. So that is... A food that's got no hormones or antibiotics in it. Because remember, you are eating non-organic food with hormones and antibiotics. And that's why today we've become so resistant to the antibiotics that doctors give us. So they have to keep making new antibiotics. Hmm. So where you can get organic food and vegetables get it, but if it's a little bit too expensive, go and get a vegetable rinse from a health shop and rinse your vegetables in it. I know from mm-hmm. being kosher, you've got to check for yeah. yeah, especially in the broccoli and the lettuce. Yeah. So you can rinse your vegetables in a special rinse. Why do people say that organic is better? You know, organic foods have a higher nutritional value than conventional food. That's according to some research. And the reason is that in the absence where there's no pesticides and fertilizers, plants boost their production of phytochemicals. Phytochemicals are vitamins and antioxidants that strengthen their resistance to bugs and weeds. Uh, yeah. So that is why organic is better. Why are people allergic to some foods? You know, you're a very clever little girl <laughs> to ask this question. But I now have to put it in a very 
simple way. And it's not going to be that easy. Uh, let me start off by saying a food allergy happens when your immune system attacks a food protein. Okay, so that means when you eat or drink that food again and again, your body sends out a signal to attack the allergen. And this sending out of the signal releases chemicals that cause an allergic reaction, which make you feel itchy, where you sneeze a lot, you have hay fever, you have itchy eyes, you scratch, uh, you have trouble breathing, or God forbid even pass out. Now that is a proper food allergy. And a lot of people that have these kind of food allergies, especially to peanuts, have mm. got to carry around a pen so that they can inject themselves straight away. Otherwise, terrible things can happen. Mm. But then we bring in the word food intolerance. Now, like lactose the good girl, fantastic. Lactose intolerance means you haven't got enough of the enzyme lactase, A-S-E, to digest the lactose. That was wonderful how you <laughs> answered. I'm so proud of you. So that's the difference. Now, with food intolerances, you can actually heal the gut. What happens when you eat the foods that you're intolerant to on a regular basis, your gut becomes, your gut, your intestine become leaky and the food gets reabsorbed into the bloodstream. And that causes problems of bloating, uncomfortable feelings, itchiness. I mean, straight away, when people complain of that, the first supplement I give is a probiotic. Pro means against the anti... Um, no, it means for the probiotic. And anti is against. So you don't want to create a leaky gut, especially by taking antibiotics without taking a probiotic. But listen carefully. You never take an antibiotic and a probiotic together at the same time because you will kill each of them. You need to take them two hours apart. Do you understand? Will yeah. you remember that? There is a probiotic on the market. I'm sure mommies all know that one, the Routeroo, which they give you, the doctors will give you when you have an antibiotic. But don't take it together with the mm -hmm. antibiotic. I hope I've explained the food allergy and intolerance as simply as I can. And also, when mommies start feeding babies, at a very early age, cereal, rice, potatoes, that causes problems later on. Babies should just basically live on fruit, vegetables, sweet potatoes, yes, 
um, be careful of acid fruits like oranges. Uh, and then as they get older to eight months, you can give tahini sauce. Have you heard of tahina? Yeah. But without the garlic and everything. Uh, yeah. So I brought my grandchildren up with my daughter's <laughs> permission without chicken and meat, etc. Yeah. And now they can just eat anything and they haven't got uh, yeah. any issues. So that creates food allergies and intolerances by feeding babies very early foods that are really not digestible because they haven't got toothies, teeth. What is the most common food allergy? Well, you told me now about lactose. Where do you find lactose? In milk. Good. That's the biggest allergy. Hmm. It really, I often tell mommies, take your children off the dairy and give them rice milk. You know what you could do? You could use rice milk in your porridge. It's delicious. It really is. You won't know the difference. You've got to be careful of eggs, especially when you're young. And a lot of people are intolerant to nuts. Mm. They're not allowed nuts. You've got to be careful of peanuts. That is not yeah. good to have. And shellfish, some people are allergic to the fish. Soya, and another one is wheat. Where do you find wheat, do you think? Mm, what, what do you like? Mm. Kitka, uh, bread, yeah. pasta. Mm. And I often take people off the wheat. And I so like off them. gluten and stuff. Well, gluten is a different thing. Uh. Gluten is wheat, oats, rye and barley. I'm very proud of you because yeah. you've come out with incredible answers. So I don't like to take them off gluten straight away because it's very difficult. I will give them rye bread. I will give them oats. I will give them oat cakes. I'll give them jungle oats, multibella, those kind of porridges. Yeah. Future life. Have you ever been interviewed by a kid? No. You don't know how honored I feel. I feel that you have displayed such <laughs> confidence, um, knowledge, listening ability. Just carry on what you're doing and thank, <laughs> thank you for you. interviewing me. Thank you. What's your favorite meal and why? You know, you're talking to a very, very radical person. I only eat fruit, vegetables, some of it is steamed, or I fry in ghee, which is clarified butter. I eat a lot of raw nuts, especially macadamias, and I love, Michelle, nut butters. Almond butter, macadamia nut butter. I have free-range eggs, and I have wild fish. Have you ever mm. heard of that? Kosher, wild fish in tins, mm. sardines, mackerel, tuna. And when we spoke about organic, none of those foods have any pesticides or mercury, mm. which is found in farmed fish. So I'm a bit of a radical eater. And now and again I'll have some delicious raw chocolate and 
I do indulge now mm. and again, but I will not have normal Cadbury's Nestle. Because if you read the ingredients, and the top ingredient is always in the front of the ingredients. And what do you think it is? Milk. No. Sugar makes the medicine go down. Medicine go down. I hate sugar. And that's what's causing a lot of our obesity in young children. A lot of young children are pre-diabetic. And lots of children are having problems with learning issues. So sugar is out. There are a lot of substitutes for it. So we have a question from Debbie Fan, and it is, is coffee bad for you? Well, I wouldn't like to give it to children. (laughs) That's the first thing. Um, Coffee isn't bad, but you've got to be careful. Um, I wouldn't have too much coffee, and I find a lot of the young girls will drink coffee throughout the day to stop them eating food, and then they'll put in uh, some uh, artificial sweetener, which is just as bad. Um, I have a coffee, but I'm very fussy. I have organic, special coffee that's much less caffeine than normal coffee. It's actually called mushroom coffee. I love it, but instead of taking the whole packet, I take like an eighth of a teaspoon every day and dilute it with the water. All right. Let's have, before we go to the air break, I welcome you to the Ha Pet Club. Our Ha Pet, Ha Pet on the Ha Vet Club for the week is a hamster. Having a pet is so much fun, and knowing more about it will help you take care of it better, right? If you have a pet and you would like to share stories about it, you can SMS me on 34519. My hamster's name is Ham, and together with his family, they were discovered in the Syrian desert less than a 100 years ago. And I recently found out that they sleep the whole day, and as much as they love sleeping, they also love to hold food. And perhaps that is the reason their teeth grow continuously. So if you have a hamster, be sure to get it chewing. They also love and and need a good exercise to be fit and strong. So be sure you get him or her a hamster wheel to keep them busy. That is all I have for you today on the Ha Pet Club with me, Michelle. Remember to send your fun pet stories to 34519 and I could read them out on the Ha Pet Club. Thank you to my guest, Professor Bernstein, for coming on Ha Kids and thank you to my producer, Senna, and Tabor for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Ha Kids show on 101.9 Ha FM. Goodbye, kids.